The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, teachers, leave those kids alone. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. We actually have a movie trailer we're going to play for you, a new Tom Hanks movie, but we've been on the topic of um, discipline in schools as during the Armstrong and Getty radio show, we're talking about how Missouri is going to bring back paddling, which was a thing when I was a kid in next door, Kansas. And uh, was it in Wisconsin when I was a kid? I don't remember paddling then. I don't know if we had paddling in Wisconsin. We did in Kansas. Yeah, I was uh, suburban Chicagoland and allegedly... The uh, principal was more than willing to bring paddle to Heine as need be. What if you had a vice on your desk, like in Goodfellas? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, come on now. And you We're show talking this, about children. Well, they're high school kids, the older kids. Oh. They're harder to keep in line. They're as big as yeah. you. You know, you just show the scene from Goodfellas, and you have the vice <laughs> attached to your desk. You don't need to say anything. You don't need to connect the dots. Right. You just have a vice on your desk, and you show that scene. Enough said. Exactly. Just have the the waterboard equipment on your desk. Some bolt cutters and a bag of carrots, and you just snip those carrots. (laughs) What? What? Wow. Do you remember when you and I went to a classroom one time of a girl I was actually dating? She was a substitute teacher. I remember it vividly. Oh. Hanson, executive producer, you'll like this story. Was she a sub? I'd forgotten. I don't that. know if she was a sub or not. Actually, she might have been a regular she... teacher. I don't remember, but what? that was the uh, that was the school right like uh, I, my house, and then the woods, and then that school right there in Charlotte. And I think it was like second grade ish or something. I don't remember yeah. what age it was. Uh, yeah, I think it was. it was second or third, something like that. But I this was pre me having kids, so the only school experience I'd had in my entire life was the school experience I had. Those are the only classrooms I'd ever seen, and the classrooms I was in were always orderly, always. Mm-hmm. There were occasionally kids that got out of hand, but it didn't last long. I got I remember one mouthy kid um, when I was in like eighth grade, and man, that teacher had him out of that room so fast. You couldn't do that anymore, certainly not in California. He said, uh, that like the kid said to him, why don't you shut the hell up or something like that? 
And the teacher like didn't quite hear him and said, what was that? Why don't you shut the hell up? And he walked down the aisle really fast, grabbed him by the arm, had him out the door. And then he was back in this classroom in like two seconds. And then he just went right back into teaching. I mean, it just it really left the mark and everybody like, okay, that's not wow. an option. Disappeared him. <laughs> Disappeared him, right. <laughs> you couldn't. You actually couldn't do that in California now because I got a buddy no. whose wife teaches and she gets talked to like that all the time and she's not allowed to do anything. But anyway, yeah. I had never seen a, a classroom that wasn't disciplined. You sat there quiet. You faced forward. You didn't talk. I mean, all that stuff was just a given. And uh, and I was dating this girl, and she asked if we could come speak to their classroom for some reason. And Joe and I went, and it was just completely out of control. Pandemonium. It was pandemonium. It was as if she wasn't there. She was talking, and it was as if she wasn't there. The kids were just doing whatever the hell they wanted. Yeah, yeah. That made an impression on me because at the time we thought we'd be there longer than we turned out to be. But I had a one and a half year old and a two and a half year old at home and was thinking they would be going to that school. And I was thinking, holy crap. No, you could there'd be it would be impossible to learn anything in that environment. And I have no idea if that's, you know, the most extreme one percent or the or the the extreme 30 percent of schools. I don't I don't have any knowledge of that. Well, and I remember the look of the faces on the kids who wanted to learn. And oh, uh, God dang it. They were, no, they were, they were the victims. <sighs> that is just such a sad, sad situation. And that's why you got to have a vice on your desk. I don't know about that, but you have to have order in the classroom. Right. And yet one more dreamy-eyed, progressive, fringe theory has taken hold of society temporarily. And that's the idea that if you discipline somebody, well, if that falls disproportionately on one ethnicity or the other, that's proof that it's racism. Therefore, we can't discipline anybody in any way. I just, I seriously don't understand how you people think. Yeah. Anyway, school year is up and running. If you have any comment on that, you can text us or email us at the places you text or email us. Our text line is a 415-295-KFTC. So, and the email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. I um, haven't been paying attention. I hadn't heard about this. There's a new Pinocchio movie out. Is it a cartoon that Tom Hanks is a voice? or How I understand it is both cartoon and live action. I don't like that. Like Space Jam, the classic. I, th- I think it may be something like that. So I could see that. Or is yeah, it like CGI-ish? I don't know. I was kind of oh. picturing it's real life until Pinocchio comes alive and then it becomes cartoonish. I don't know. Anyway, you could have a pretty effective. I mean, if you can have dinosaurs running across the landscape uh, in Jurassic Park, you could have a little oh. uh, talking puppet. I just thought, is this a darker take on Pinocchio? <laughs> He has a vice. His nose grows and puts out Geppetto's eye. <laughs> uh, let's listen to the trailer. Hello, Pops. An almost real boy. <laughs> Turn around. Let me get a look at you. I will be right here when you get back. Won't be a puppet anymore. That's for sure. Pinocchio, be brave, truthful, non-selfish. You will always be my real boy. So Tom Hanks is Japan. 
He's a delusional old man who thinks his puppet comes to life in a giant corporation that would napalm Indianapolis to make another thousand dollars is putting out yet another dreamy appeal to our childhood spirit. <laughs> so a failing elderly toy maker who's shrooming is a movie for children. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 my heart is is embittered. It's it's a blackened, sh- just it's like a rotten apple of a heart. When I think about the Disney Corporation, sorry, a rotten apple of a heart. Oh God, that's funny. Yeah, I'd forgotten that that song is from Pinocchio. When you wish upon a star. Except instead of having Jiminy Cricket sing it, evidently Ariana Grande is warbling it or something like that. I just was having the feeling listening to that that my oldest may have aged out of this kind of movie. My youngest would still dig it, but uh, I may be there where he just not, not... not his thing anymore. This is a little kid thing, Dad. Man, they really, when they reach a certain age, they really buck against the kid thing, don't they? Sure. And I understand why, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, like, I, I use mean, the term, that is the one question. Are you a, a little kid or are you, a, you know, a teenager? Yeah. My son uh, chastised me for using the term babysitter. I just go with sitter now because mm. uh, we're not babies. I'm not a baby, Dad. No, you're clearly not. And But, yeah. Provisional guardian. There you go. Your PG is coming over. <laughs> uh, that movie will either be fantastic and an instant classic or not. I have no idea. No invested interest of any kind. Yeah, I, I'm sorry for my cynicism. I really am. I try not to be a cynical person. I try to be a skeptical person. But just the overblownedness of it. Just the, the the you could tell just from the audio right that it was going to be a grand spectacle, which is fine. People like grand spectacles. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me. And they got it's the, just Disney, I guess. <laughs> and they got that music in there to really reach people like our age to harken back to a simpler time and fill us with wonder or something. Maybe that's it. I the just, wonder of cow tying to ch- communist China. Right. I can just I can feel when I'm being manipulated, then I don't appreciate it. Right. Well, I guess that's it. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder, 
I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.